0: This is the Context Podcast sponsored by Proofgeist. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. In today's shorter episode, we hear from three Paws on Error attendees. John Howell, Maka, and John Newhoff shared their reflections about Paws on Error 2021 titled Georgia Summer Camp. They reflect on the conference center itself, the connections they made, and even share internal goals that they had for this week. There's a lot of insight into the Claris FileMaker community throughout these stories. And as each person talked, they shared what was true for them for this conference. And as you'll see in the following stories and in other upcoming stories, there was a lot of good that was had here at Pause on Air. Let's now hear what they have to say.
1: Um, John Howell. Work for a company called Tactile Medical out of Minneapolis, but I, I work from home in, in California, Northern California, like Sacramento. I've been with Tactile almost a couple of years now. And I've been in, a, been in the FileMaker community for about 20 years, and I practiced FileMaker for about 10 years before that. So I've been around as long as most people. I've been to a lot of DevCons. I've spoken with them. It's my second pause on air. And, you know, right off the bat, I'll say the same thing I told Andy LeCates when we spoke near the end of the event, that on the interpersonal level, in the relationships and community, this was the best experience I've ever had. Of all the different events I've been to, and you know, I used to hold my own, own events too, when we did FileMaker camp years ago. And I have to say, this was, not just that it was well-structured, but it was led with a level of humanity where we got to interact with each other as people, first and foremost, a lot of the coding was set aside, so there was a sense that you could just really let down all your pretenses and be who you are, build some friendships, kindle new, new friendships and, and strengthen existing ones. I mean, I've known a number of people in the community. There was, I think, about 85 people there, and I probably had good conversations with at least 55. Now, that's a lot. More than half the crowd. I spoke to a lot of people. I tend to be a little more outgoing and some I'm more of an extrovert than, than the average person there, which is a lot of what really kind of struck me. Uh, there was a night when the power went out and we all were joking like, who bribed the management to turn off the power because that was the best thing yet. <laughs> we all had a, a chance just to be with each other and sit by the fire and have conversations or get involved with the music And and this is what I sensed, I went there with a a colleague and a friend and i had a number of friends i was going to meet there and then i spoke with people who i've had some encounters with some with i've never spoken to and then some people where we never really get to know each other before but we get to know each other a lot better at this event it became about building relationships and about self-discovery they did this thing in the morning with a base camp everybody would meet on the basketball court outdoors which was under an awning and they had lots of fresh air so hardly anybody wore masks. We all know that we were vaccinated and tested we weren't really worried about getting sick, But and it was cool out, it was windy, it was rainy almost all the time, but I never felt like I got cold, so it was a comfortable environment. We would meet at the space camp in the morning and they'd do a little exercise about what's your ambition, what do you wanna to learn today or what what are you discovering? And You would break up into small groups of three, four, five, six, seven and, and share that. And the poignant thing for me, I'll make this personal, maybe maybe more than some might, you know, I tend to be an extrovert, but candidly, a lot of that's driven by my own personal insecurity, You know, to be approved of and accepted and loved and all that. That's driven me all my life, and I always, you know, felt a little like I might push people away with my intensity because I tend to be so outgoing. And I brought that up to a few people saying, you know, this is my fear. I'm trying to reel it back and be quiet here and, and give room for other people. And then some of my closer friends or people who I even hardly knew said, hey, no. The truth is most, pro- most people who choose this lifestyle, programming, are introverted. And, and a lot of us have social anxiety and a sense of, you know, fear of too many people are being approved of. I'm not alone at that. It's a common thing. I found that a lot of people there were quiet until somebody brought them out and people said, No, John, your extroversion, you create it in a way that you make us feel safe and allow us to start engage. And I started to approach things a little differently because of the atmosphere that was set up where I was being validated, they were being validated, it was safe to be who you are. And I started to discover that if I carry myself a certain way, trying to listen more and then feedback, I can bring people out of the woodwork who normally are too shy to talk. And that's like a the tremendous gift I have in my humanity to engage other developers and build friendships and make room for some. And I noticed that it made a significant difference for some of the other people. This is the first time in my life I've been in an environment where my outgoing nature was celebrated. And then I got to see that, oh my God, in the last closing circle, I shared, I go, you know, it's just, I've been involved over 20 years in this community and I never really felt like I belonged. I always felt like I was an outsider looking in and people were just barely tolerating me. And three people out of the seven in our group looked at me and said, I think you'll find a lot of us have felt exactly the same way. Like we were outsiders looking in and we never really And And today we actually feel like we belong. And I actually left the event feeling like I really belong. Not that I'm special or particularly gifted or anybody, any better or any worse than anybody else there, but that I belong That this. These are the people I've been looking for. They are my people. And it, it brought me such joy to feel like um, I'm building friendships with like-minded kin people who see who I am and I don't have to pre- pretend to be anything else. So more than anything, this event created that atmosphere that I shared that with Andy LaKeith. So I would love to see that grow in the community because people who do FileMaker are already a particular breed. Programmers are a superset of that particular breed and we need a safe place to be who we are and celebrate who we are. Because there are people in this community with incredible gifts, incredible brilliance. And some are photographers, some are musicians, some, some are into all kinds of things, but we're a bit of a particular lot. And this was, in a, was an environment where I really felt like I, I flourished and people were glad I was there, which was just wonderful. To me, that was the most important thing. Also, we got a chance to revitalize, refresh, renew ourselves to rest, to get away from computers and just celebrate, have a good time, hang out with people, find out, find out what you're doing. One guy that rode his bicycle a hundred miles on fire roads to get there, like in the rain. A guy named Joe, and I was like, you did what? I saw him on this mountain bike with these humongous tires, and then we got to talk. We had one class, the, I only went to three sessions as it were, that were technical and one was about logging and they decided to hold it in the tree house. So you walk like a half a mile around the lake and up a staircase and you get into this tree house and then this was just so fun. I felt like I was 10 years old again, right? We're in this tree house with maybe 20 people talking about, about logging and that made it special. And then I brought up a subject that Um, I couldn't get a lot of people to get um, interested in, which was the MVC approach, model view controller, separation of data from interface, um, so the separation model as it's called, uh, with modularity and then the model view controller approach, which our company is doing a lot with these days. Uh, and this one guy, Joe, was, was, yeah, I know about that. Let's talk about that. So I was able to connect with him and say, let's follow up after the event and talk about this particular concept. Now, it would be hard to struggle through the community to find somebody who harmonizes on the same approach to interface design and separation of data as what we're doing. And yet there there was such free flow, comfort, and dialogue, I was able to make that connection. Tailgated on another session, called abstraction that mike ross put together and he was afraid people were going to run him out of town on rails talking about abstraction and it turned out to be this rich rich conversation with like 30 35 people involved everything we do is is abstraction on a level but there's different ways of handling abstraction and we had this great conversation so everybody walked out of there kind of going yeah i'm not doing it right i'm doing it i'm doing it well and yet there's these other things to consider and and it felt like we were all on a par having that conversation so abstract, abstraction and uh, logging there was also conversation about uh, change control which is something that my people are very interested in being able to determine what got changed when by who in the schema and I know that Dave Ramsey's been building this FM uh, comparison and yet I want to push uh, the Claris uh, company to try to work on integrating a better tracking of change control and maybe moving towards a dynamic where we could build all the changes we're doing in a development environment and then port them all over into production without having to do a data migration just to bring over pieces of code. So there was there's there's some growing desire in the community to have better change control that exists already in other, in other platforms, but doesn't exist. Too. So there was conversation there. At the very end, uh, I ran into somebody who's a significant player in the community. You know, we all got into this special space of really enjoying the level of communication, cooperation community at the end. I ended up in this conversation with this person who says, we really see it the same way you and I about building greater communication between developers in the community. And we discussed maybe collaborating on making that a session at a future conference somewhere I had people I had never really talked to like come up to me uh, and and have these sweet little conversations I'm like wow I'm building bridges with people on all levels you know from the new developer to the most senior and everybody was open you know that the, the people that everybody knows or everybody knows are so well uh, popular that I got to have conversations with them without any sense of like class structure getting in between us so possibilities of new technology, possibilities of a new development, uh, excuse me, a new presentation for a conference, because I love giving presentation at conferences. It's one of my passions, but I want to find something that reaches deeper. And in this case, it turns out to be a little psychological about the human experience as being a developer, not just about project management or all these cool technical tricks, but there's an opportunity for me to engage with somebody about um, what it's like to live the life of a developer and what it what it's like to need a sense of, you know, brotherhood, sisterhood, a community uh, and, and building relationships. And, you know, I got a hand it to, to Martha Zink and, and Chrissy Ferris who, who, who led this thing and did such an excellent job of making everybody feel welcome and supported. Everything we needed was there, nothing was missing. Um, 85 people is a lot to facilitate for three days. That's the general lay of the land. We had an adventure. We also drove about 500 miles and got to go see some sights, uh, uh, a soul food restaurant in Athens, Georgia, in that, Athens, Georgia, that is the cover of an REM album. Uh, we went to go see the Georgia Guidestones, totally another part of the state, you know, uh, and, and just enjoyed each other's company in the drive there and back. You know, you tend to gravitate towards certain people that you know, and you have those dining tables. And, I'd try going to a new table and the same people as hanging out. With, they'd follow me and go to that table, you know. And then you'd have people come sit down who uh, you'd never think would sit next to you and want to have a meal. And they were just as pleasant as hell. It was great, you know. Yeah, again, again, the the, the, the best part of the whole thing for me was the humanity, the existing relationships, the new relationships, the camaraderie, um, the sense of just being part of something bigger than myself which I think a lot of people really shared. The ability to play, we put together a little skit, you know, somebody put together a little skit at the end and recorded it. So there was a sense of, of playfulness and spontaneity and kind of letting down the guard. You know, we're, we're all here together. No one's here to hurt each other. We don't need a lot of ego and they're relatively free of ego. And, just, and, and as it, the further it got, the more it got like that, everybody goes, yeah, it's safe just to be me here. We could always go to conferences and learn stuff. We've got YouTube, you know, you've got podcasts going on. There's so many places to learn things, but to let it all down and just celebrate each other was, was for me, by far the most important. And then, you know, when I returned to work, after hearing what other people do and how they have businesses and all the challenges involved in that, I I stopped, you know, running my, my business predominantly for the last 20 years to take this job a year and a half ago or so. It made me really thankful for what I've got, because the people I'm with, and there's a number of developers, most of them FileMaker on our team. I'm working with the largest team working on the same system of anything I've ever heard of, and and, God, I love the team I work with. Helped me really be even more thankful for what I'm doing and, and excited to come back to work, which was pretty cool.
2: Hi, my name is Maka Incarnasau, and I'm a Senior Technical Project Lead at Slank Consulting. I was lucky enough to enjoy my very first pause. I've known about it for a while, and it was um, my first time able to actually go, and um, when I read that it was a camp at a campsite, my first reaction was like, oh my gosh, that's going to be so fun. And then I was like, oh shoot, there's going to be lots of bugs, and I'm going to have to sleep on the floor and like what you know what is that camp experience going to be like i just remembered all the bad things about camp (laughs) but then like just talking to like sarah steverson and martha zing a little bit more where like we decided to get a cabin together and i was just like when am i ever gonna have this experience again to share a cabin with these two amazing women so we went for it i was um really impressed with the venue i thought the venue was incredible. There was so much to do and see and it was just so beautiful and there was like this massive tree house that could fit like 15 people in it. It was so cool and there was like this waterfall, this big waterfall you could climb to. There was lots of cool stuff at the venue and I thought it was great to just get that camp feel but still not be sleeping with bugs. So it was a great balance. For me the highlight for sure was the connections i was able to make i felt like i had a really special time with uh kimberly carlson i have known her for a while Uh, i known of her for a while it was the first time meeting her in person and i felt like we really connected and i had this wonderful conversation with kate lee at dinner and um it was so great to talk to her dina uh, toric again I had known her in the community, had and really had an opportunity to connect with her um, until like we got to actually sit down and talk together. I think I also made a great connection with Ron Cates who uh, is new to the community and he's just uh, really outgoing and fun and so we had a great time chatting and hanging out also. Um, I think another highlight for me was getting to meet in person. A lot of the Join Table volunteers that I had worked with virtually and never had a chance to actually meet. Charlie Bailey, Alan Poole, Deb Norton, Janine Campbell, like we worked together so much. I'm like, I can't even remember if I met her in person before this or not. Uh, I probably have, but uh, it's just such a blur, but we've worked together so much virtually the last year and a half, two years. Sully and uh, Tim. So it was so awesome to just take that opportunity to, just to thank them in person and talk to them and just be with them. As someone who's presented at DevCon a couple times now, i really, really enjoyed the presentation experience at PAWS. I had gotten a good idea of what it was like you know, from Martha, she kind of told me, you don't have to have a full session prepared. It's more of a conversation. You're basically leading a conversation. You know, it being my first pause, my first time presenting at pause, I had some idea, but um, didn't really expect it to go as well as it did. So fun. It was so fun. I basically asked everyone to come on stage with me. We were all sitting like round table and had the projector and, you know, demoed a couple things and had lots of interactions. And it really was a conversation. Um, it really was like I was driving it, and I was presenting things. But people shared. You know, I, I gave the uh, the dongle to pass it around. People shared their own things. You know, we talked about like the pros and cons of. Um, making your user interface, user experience fun, how you don't want to go overboard. And so I got a lot of great contributions to the conversation, which was really nice. And it was very like low pressure. It was really just a, a conversation with friends. So I totally recommend if anyone is thinking about like trying out presenting, pause is a great place to do that because um, it's a great place to just have a couple ideas, have a couple things to share and, you know, let let the community kind of contribute and have like a thoughtful experience about what you're presenting. So, totally enjoyed it and highly recommend it. I think what was inspiring for me was seeing the people who were new to the community and how they just really felt so welcomed. I I was inspired by that, and I think it's just a testament to the community of being so inclusive and um, not uh, you know not pushing anyone away, but instead welcoming anyone who's interested in joining. So um, I think you know in summary, I took away some great connections, some great relationships. Um, I had a fun experience, and we did a lot of fun team building things um together and i definitely recommend pause it really was like an unconference it really was you know i think chrissy and martha did such a great job of a balance of structure and not structure yeah here's here's an opportunity to do things but do what you want to do you don't have to do these things so it, it was a very wonderful experience and i look forward to going again
3: Good afternoon. My name is John Newhoff uh, with Portage Bay Solutions, and uh, appreciate this chance to be on Context. Um, really enjoyed the last Context podcast on, or at least the last one I listened to on machine learning. I really enjoyed this, uh, this pause on air more than the other ones I've I've attended. I I, I think this is my fourth uh, pause on air. And uh, my last one was the, uh, the one in Tulum, which I quite enjoyed, um, but I had a Slight meltdown occurring at a client, which really distracted me. Um, this time, uh, work cooperated, and I was really able to focus on sessions and on, on meeting people. My, my really my main goal in, in going to pause this time around was to, to uh, as an introvert, to try and force myself to uh, to interact with other people more, um, meet more people, and uh, not let myself just uh, go off and. And go on a hike or whatever. Uh, the rain might have helped with that a little bit this time. <laughs> people listening to this who weren't there may or may not know it rained nonstop the whole time. But uh, I really uh, uh, that worked out, and I, I met some people. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with um, some new people. I, uh, so for me, the technical content wasn't my goal in getting there. It was it was really to meet people and, and chat with people. So that for me, that that goal was achieved, and, and I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed the conference. Uh, the second thing that we were doing, uh, my company was doing, um, we decided to do a session. So one of my teammates and I, uh, Joe Ran, put together a session on on logging, um, not not server logging, but logging from the perspective of the developer, audit logging, event logging, that kind of thing. And uh, we we put a decent amount of prep in, but not too much. And uh, I thought our session went, uh, from my perspective, pretty darn well. The conference venue had a uh, a fun uh, treehouse uh, about a quarter of a mile from the main uh, from the main conference area where the where pause was held, and so we met with everybody in our who wanted to go to our session um, at the basketball court where where the, it was kind of the home base for the for the pause conference, and then we all walked over to the treehouse talking about uh, uh, different types of logging, how we do logging in our own solutions, and then when we got to the treehouse. Uh, we all gathered around the tree and uh, there, it was undercover, so we were not in the rain. And uh, we had a good, really good discussion about how we do logging in, in, in our solutions, how we do audit logging, what third-party tools we use, what uh, what kinds of um, event logging we use, where where we really particularly need logging in our solutions, and uh, where we sometimes run into problems, um, perhaps overusing logging or, or making errors, making mistakes and how we're doing our logging and uh, I think uh, people were hanging out after the session was over and talking for an extra 10 minutes which to me that was a good sign <laughs> uh, so I, I thought our session went really well which uh, I don't know if uh, I'm not speaking publicly and presenting publicly isn't my favorite thing so um, I was happy when it was over and, and that it went uh, went pretty well so uh, that was uh, that was on the last day, the last official day, Thursday uh, morning of the conference. And uh, I was looking forward to a little bit of hiking or, or getting out um, in the afternoon that day. But the weather was a little bit uncooperative again, and so uh, there was a lot of indoor activity. Um, i just trying to think if I had any other particular highlights. Um, I went to two sessions: one on ransomware and one on uh, a session on building APIs, and then an ad hoc session uh, that Jeremy put together on, on JavaScript and FileMaker. Um, all of which I quite enjoyed. Uh, for for me, I'm not probably not going to do, I'm not going to probably get into JavaScript myself personally. But I have a couple of people on our team that are doing some, and, and I think uh, learning about how to use that um, that tool is going to be something we're going to be looking at in our in our weekly dev meetings um, following up on pause and uh, I enjoyed the ransomware session. There was a lot of a lot of content there, a lot of discussion on areas that I, I don't think are, are going to make a big difference for us but I, I think the big takeaway there uh, that, that I really appreciated was hearing from from some other uh, very well respected developers about how they're dealing with the ransomware threat and what they consider to be best practices in dealing with it and, and, and feeling like what we, were, what we have been discussing on our team and our company about how to deal with it um, really uh, meshed well with what, what people were talking about in that session and um, that gave me a, a good feeling of confidence <laughs> uh, that, that we were on the right track and how we were handling it in our company. And uh, so that I thought the ransomware session was was real valuable for that for that purpose. You know, I've I've been in the filemaker uh, community a long time, but not very uh, outgoing about meeting other people. Some uh, big names in the community that uh, that I don't you know really know personally. Um, I had a chance to to talk with a bit. So. Uh, the, the logging session that we did, there's, there was a little bit of interest in, in having us repeat that at some different users groups. I was able to chat with uh, I.D. Porter and Chris Moyer about uh, showing it or talking, presenting at the Michigan Ann Arbor uh, meetup at the end of October, so that was a good chance to get to know them a little bit. I had a nice long chat with um, Kimberly Carlson from Direct Impact uh, one evening, it was a real pleasure. So those are a couple that stand out uh, in my mind. I always enjoyed talking to John Howell. He's kind of a larger-than-life person, uh, opposite of me in terms of being a little bit uh, outgoing, and and, uh, he's a fun person to talk to. Sat with Wim Decor over breakfast one day. Um, Just a a lot of different people. I I would say, uh, um, Jeremy, you and I didn't have a chance to really talk, but uh, being in your session and and sort of meeting you in person uh, was was also uh, (laughs) uh, enjoyable. So those are those are a few people i I interacted with. It's not really a FileMaker topic, but uh, I always like to treat trips like this as a chance to see a part of the country I haven't seen before. And so uh, I, I took a couple of days off and enjoyed uh, a, a, a wet rainy uh, couple of days in the Great Smoky Mountains area. Um, part of the country I've never been to uh, because of all the rain, I, I took a tourist train ride and uh, so I took a steam engine train ride uh, around the, around the Smokies. You never know what you're gonna run into when you just get in the car and start driving around. So I, I had a real good real good time doing all that. I, I really think that's a uh, you know I don't get to travel a lot in my professional life. So being able to do that in conjunction with uh, pause or, or engage when they when they go back to being in person conferences, exactly. I really enjoy that. Um, I did not enjoy Atlanta-Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport. That thing is huge. <laughs> it took me 45 minutes to get from the terminal to my rental car. Um, and, uh, anyway, I like SeaTac, Seattle-Tacoma. <laughs> nice. I never thought of it as a small airport, but uh, compared to that one, <laughs> I think Paws is a lot more approachable than uh, even though there's fewer people at it, there's those people are more approachable. I think the content is just as good. Um, you, I, I appreciate what Claris brings to Engage, but, but Claris is really trying to bring their perspective to it. You know, it's their conference, and they're bringing they're bringing to to Engage what they want to educate people about. Um, pause on Error is about what what people are interested in themselves, what other developers are interested in themselves, real world problems that we're all dealing with. And so, I, I, I think you, you get I, I get a little bit more of 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 the perspective of people who are dealing with exactly every single day the kinds of problems or issues or, or, or capabilities that I need to deal with. Um, whereas um, as valuable as Engage is, um, it's, it is more about what Claris wants to educate the community about, um, which is also important. But there's a, there's a role for both. And, and so I, I think, uh, think PAWS um, is definitely valuable. It's also, um, PAWS is a, a little bit more approachable venue to present at.
0: And that brings us to the end of another episode of the Context Podcast. Thank you to my guests, John, John and Maka for their thoughts about PAWS on Error 2021 Georgia Summer Camp. Thanks for sharing this so that all the FileMaker community can hear what happened in those Georgia mountains. Over the next few weeks, we'll hear more stories of PAWS. If you attended the end conference and want to share your story, let me know and I'll be glad to let you reflect.